big time with it, man. That's <laughs> 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 not how we should start. Oh, it off. fuck. Um, <laughs> welcome to episode 21. 21, season 21. 2. 21. We have a new guest for you guys, Jordan. Jordan. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, Southwest Jordan. Yes, yes. Introduce yourself to the fans. What's going on, man? This is uh, Jordan. I appreciate Marshall and the boy Jones for having me on today. It's yeah. it's a big time episode. I, I'm excited to see what we got in store, man. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah, you for coming yeah. on. We appreciate, appreciate you. you. Appreciate you accepting making the time for a, a recorded conversation is always weird. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> anytime, anytime, man. I'm excited to be here. So what I was going to tell y'all dudes before, um, this is weird. So there was this dude, he plays international basketball, and he had to submit a drug test. <laughs> and the results came back and said that he was pregnant. Oh, it's like an actual dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The results came back and What's said that country? he was pregnant. I think he plays in Australia. I could be wrong. Australia. We got a connection to them. And he... um, Drug test for Dina. So what happened was... His girlfriend pissed for him, <laughs> and it found out in her piss that she was pregnant, and he didn't know she was pregnant. So now, bro, is suspended for a year, and they got a baby coming. So, okay, did he get suspended for testing pregnant or for <laughs> for falsifying <laughs> okay, the test? Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was because like... they were like, "Oh, you pregnant, big bro?" I wasn't sure. No, you out. You yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like. Oh, we got a medical mystery on our hands. Like, he's out the league. No, they were like, this nigga is up to something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I Nigga, I would be so hot, bro. <laughs> you Why? get fired and you learn how you spent your girl pregnant, I'd be mad. Like, what the f- <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, hey, baby, piss for me. I just, I, I just smoked a little tree. You get fired the next day because you get... <laughs> I'd be mad as hell. <laughs> For a year, dog. I'm sure that was their only source of income. I mean, also, though, for it, you're playing, do something else. They found, like, the placenta in the pee. The placenta. Yeah. But he's pregnant. Yeah. But that's what they Hey, he should have just ran with it. He, he should have ran with the story. It was just like, hey. He should have been like, yeah, that me. I got one in me. Yeah, yeah hey. I got one in me? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, yeah, I'm a girl. Hey, y'all niggas still can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing pregnant. Shit. He should have got that much. Joanna Man in 2019. What if the kid's not his? It's a triple whammy. Then he good. Because then he ain't got to pay for it. He could go back to the States. His Kick best back. friend was fucking his girl. That's all that right. That's a that's a whole nother that's a whole nother can of shit that you open. How how old? Imagine is no, just listen. Imagine this. <laughs> yeah. You you know, hey, I need to take a piss test for me so I, so I can keep playing ball. You know, I love ball. I love ball. Uh, shit, they found out that it wasn't mine, but you're pregnant. Oh shit! The baby's not even mine, and you yeah. Hold on, what? Mm-hmm. It's a whole, it's a whole shitstorm. You just have to kind of just move back, like Aunt, like Aunt said, to America. Just go back to America. Also, maybe I never d- met the girl. 
<laughs> also, at that point, maybe it's okay to just be like, fuck it. Here's this dirty-ass piss. You're going to find some weed in it. A year suspend? I don't think they'll suspend you for a year for some weed. Granted, I don't know the, I don't know the Aussie... The Aussie basketball rules. The Aussie. I don't know if it was Australia, but it was it was foreign. It was foreign. But well, that's a really good will. point. Like, oh shit! Okay. Oh my bad. Um. <laughs> that's a really good point, though. Take the punishment. Yeah, just just. But I mean, I think the punishment for weed is actually more severe. Is more than a year. Well, because this one is just like a falsifying test, so it's, they didn't even like count it like as a thing. The, I feel like this isn't in Australia. It's somewhere. That's <sighs> he hooping. Might be Romania. It's Turkey. I'm, I'm guessing Turkey. Could Turkey? be Turkey. Could be Turkey. Episode twenty one. Let's Jordan. start the pod. see the video on Twitter of uh, I think it's a girl from either Notre Dame or Stanford trying to throw hands with Brittany Griner and they had like eight security guards, three female coaches two dude refs trying to hold her back and the girl wanted no smoke with Brittany Griner at all I, so <laughs> wait this girl not even in the league? No it was a it was in the game right? It was during it was during the game but like as they're trying to get separated Brittany, you know, Brittany Griner, a uh, fucking behemoth of a man. She like eight feet. She throwing punches over the coaches while trying to punch the other girl. And the other girl's running towards her other bench, like right. not wanting no part of Brittany right. Griner. What, uh, what started this? I think it was just, you know how, you know how basketball be just a rebound. It looked like, it. Looked, I watched it this morning. It looked like just a regular rebound. Then all of a sudden, Brittany Griner just starts throwing haymakers. Brittany Griner is probably mad that she's paying child support to two baby mamas. And who did uh? <laughs> she all went Gr- to hell. Brittany Griner's a trip. That is true. She got a deeper voice than me. She's got a worse jump shot than all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, randomly was throwing smoke at Tyler Johnson last year. If Brittany Griner hopped in the booth, she'd be Lou Rawls. Wow. You'll never find. Doom, doom, doom. A love like mine. <laughs> Continue, you were saying she, she uh, threw some shade at Tyler Johnson. Well, I just don't understand. I don't understand her, like, I the, guess, like, existence. Her vibe? Bro, she just, she just came at DeMarcus Cousins, too, I want to say. Like, recently. Cause they and said that she, that she beat DeMarcus Cousins in one-on-one. In a dice game? <laughs> <laughs> Dog in what in basketball? Ba- I like I think I don't know if I'm like right, but I want to say I was just watching a video like a week or so ago where they were like really just clowning on her. Like, are you for real really coming to Demarcus Cousins? Like, Demarcus Cousins will body you ten times out of one. Yeah, she probably beat okay. Demarcus's cousin. 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's who it was. Hey, I could be DeMarcus' cousin's little cousin, right, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hold on. She beat Booger Cousins in, in basketball. Yeah. Bro, let me, hold on. I'll side note. DeMarcus Cousins might be the hoodest nigga in the NBA. I'm just going to tell you off you top. Think? I was in Phoenix when they were playing the Kings. And we got there, like, real early. We probably got there, like, right when the doors opened. DeMarcus Cousins shooting around. We're right behind the basket. He's shooting around. And some nigga, like, 10 rows behind me, yells, hey, buddy. <laughs> and everybody's looking around like, what? And DeMarcus puts down the ball. He said, oh, shit, blood, what's up, nigga? And, I mean, screams it in the arena. And he and he's like, hey, man, what's up? And the buddy's like, I didn't know you was out here, blood. Hey, come on down. I'll get you a fucking ticket, my nigga. Come on. Nick, in front of, and literally, shoot around. Rudy Gay's right next to him. Bro, the the whole staff is literally sitting on the thing. He, he gets, like, like from the court, like, where the courtside seats are, and, like, almost five rows up, walks up, puts his arm around the dude, and takes him and puts him right behind their bench. That's that's gang shit. That's love. Gang gang, I bro. appreciate that. I was like, Sound man. Sound like he the most loyal nigga in the NBA? What you mean? <laughs> that- <laughs> <laughs> Laker Nation, stand up. What you talking about? Wow. I haven't heard that in years. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, who's your who's your team, Jordan? The Heat. Oh, uh, you know, I'm a Miami Heat fan, baby. Okay, yeah. so then yeah, bringing this back to the Griner shit. Why? Because she was throwing shade at Tyler Johnson for getting yeah, yeah. more money than her. Mm-hmm. Cause he, come on, come but, on. We won't we won't get into the, right, the right. politicos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't the girl who was running away in this fight throw the punch? Yeah. Yeah. So she She threw a, the first one and then she's like, Oh shit, I really just threw a punch of Brittany Garner. Let me not do this again. <laughs> it was like Mello. Yeah. When he got his little scrap. Oh, when he backed up thirty mm-hmm. feet after he threw the punch. But he like he did it kind of smooth, like he still backed up with his hands up. That's the true. girl threw a punch and sprinted back. He didn't do her. it smooth, bro. He backed up like he was jetting out the club, like he saw his ex. But the beat was hopping. It was like... Shouts oh, out, Lala. Like, Shouts out, Lala. Okay. Hey, go ahead. If we promoted this big and Lala here, this Lala, you fine as hell, girl. Come on. This what you doing? Yes, sir. Come holla at me. Hey, use your platform then, King. Feel me? Hey, I got to, man. Big niggas need love all the time. Speaking hey. of big niggas need love. And then... You Yo, feel me? Go ahead. Hey. I'm just want to let everybody know that it's big nigga season. It's about to get a little cold, so you're going to need a big nigga like myself yeah, to keep you warm. Yep. So come holler at me. Uh, yep. What's up? Uh, shit, my Twitter is JH07. You feel me? Two wise, real pimp shit. If you listen to this and you a nice little lady who likes big niggas, come holler at me. Holler. Hey, what was your Twitter name for like 16 hours? Uh, shit. Uh... Tyrone Smoochie Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Smoochie Wallace. Hey, they uh, I put that shit and then like, I had like ten of my niggas call me like, bro, take that shit off. I'm like, why? They said, bro, that looks so fucking stupid. I'm like, I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. That shit was like, funny, hilarious. They said, my nigga, take that shit off now. So, Marcus, if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> that shit was funny. 
I saw that and I was like, bro, when did I follow this nigga? And I was like, oh shit, this is Jordan. And I was like, this is Jordan. I was like, this is lit. Hey, crazy shit. I had so I, was, I had been DMing this girl and I changed my name and one and I sent her another DM and she didn't know who it was. She blocked me. She just saw Tyrell Smoochie Wallace and I couldn't send her no more messages until I had to call her. I'm like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> Tyrell Smoochie Wallace. That's a podcast exclusive right there. Yeah. Shouts out, man. Shouts out to the pod. Shouts uh, out to you, bro. Shouts out to you supporting it. Um, I think the the next the next playlist, our September playlist, you gonna fuck with. We gonna all smooth shit. Ooh, man, y'all know that, man. If if I could if I could call myself the self proclaimed king of nineties R and B, I think it would be me. I think that I uh, I I I, I ain't your competition because we dogs, but I, I'm up there with you. Like, we, nah, hey, we've I been vibe to to nineties R and B together a lot. Hey, me Jones back in the day, bro. We, bro, we used to just put on some. Put on a nice playlist. We put it on just, that next two close at the pregame. Everybody's looking at us like, what the hell are these doing? I'm breaking the sweat. Dancing <laughs> and shit. It's hot as hell. Abe got another shirt in the corner. I'm yo, breaking the sweat. Yo. Yo. Uh, it, it, those were times. And yo. then one time we made a whole, me and Muse, one time, shout out Muse, made an album at Muse's house one night. And we was, you know, we was on some tree. Oh, yeah, I'm on the phone, lie. right? Wasn't it on the phone? Yeah, it was on the phone. Yep. We came out with like three or four songs, just bullshit, higher than, higher than Lord knows what. Like y'all were singing and shit. No, they was high. You feel me? They were singing yeah, though. So, they were singing. That's what I mean, we, yeah. we were singing, but it didn't sound good. Bro, did you ever do a a karaoke at the dub? No, but I I never did karaoke at the dub, but. I did, I have recently done karaoke to Legal Peaks on University. Bro, you and Blaze should have collabed on a karaoke. Y'all would have <laughs> killed that shit. We have. So Blaze one you time have? did okay. Poison. Yeah, Poison. That was Blaze's track. He still does it. And he still, his back's all sweaty every time. He Yo. still with it. Yo. <laughs> Cook, shout out to Blaze. Cook, uh. Man, hey, yeah. Shout out to Blaze, man. That's my dog. Hey, that's all, awesome, man. Shouts out to my homie, man. Yeah, shouts out to Blaze. But no, for real. Uh, you said y'all could, y'all did Poison together. No, so he did Poison, and then I came right back on and did uh, Big Papa by uh, Notorious B.I.G. and I set the bitch out. Bro, I got um, I don't have the video no more. That shit's probably lost forever unless Casey still has it. But this dude Casey came to the dub one night, and he was like. I ain't singing tonight. I ain't doing no karaoke. This man had one shot of Jack Daniels, hopped on the mic, and did some old school shit at the top of his lungs, bro. You got to ask him, because I sent him that video. If he still has it, you should ask him for it, bro. It's one of the best. Leak, leak the like, video. I'm talking about this man was doing spins with the mic and shit. Like he was part of the Temptations. That's hard. That's hard. That That's how you know you feel. And once you start like doing them, bro, let me tell you. I one time tried to do uh, Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Oh, shit. Was, yeah. Oh, I was off. My nigga, I was off the yak. Oh, yeah. I was, I was trying to be. I was trying to move. 
and grew with him too. That shit didn't work. You should have did Candy Rain. Come on, son. If they had it, they ain't have it. Bro, it was it's on universe. You know them white people don't fuck with Candy Rain and so for real like that. They should have had Candy Rain. (laughs) If hey, if anybody listens to this and they know of a place where they have karaoke with Candy Rain, let me know right now and I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. Or that every little thing I do. Every little thing I knew. The pretty little baby trying to be crazy. Every little thing I do is on. Oh man, hey! Shouts out to '90s R&B, by the way. No, for real, for real. We need more bags in the music. Dirty Mackin, too. Uh, Dirty, depending, depending. I feel like the begging lead to the Dirty Mackin. Am I wrong? It like, does. You it think? Does. You think that? You you feel that? It way? goes from you start begging, you beg, and then when that doesn't <coughs> work, you lead to Dirty Mackin talking shit about the other. Yeah, yeah. Comparing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited. I felt you, my bad. Yo. Well, hey, what hey. you think about Dirty Mackin? You fuck with Dirty Mackin on music? Eh, I don't know, man. I'm, See, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I'm a purist. I, I think Marshall is right, though. I think we need to go back to begging. Yeah. Uh, Tank. Tank had the greatest beg song in the world. Please don't go. <laughs> yeah, he was begging hey. his ass off. He was begging his ass off. Mm-hmm. And she still left. He entitled it. Please don't go. Yeah, genuine. Nigga was, was not shy at all to Gen, be a. Hey, genuine is also a, a platinum level beggar as well. Who? Genuine. Oh yeah. Genuine is a platinum level beggar. Avant. Oh, that's a good one. A super yeah, bag. yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Bro, they say Avon's about to die on God. What? what? Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, what is this mean? a podcast exclusive? What you mean, bro? <laughs> what? What? Hey, I swear, I seen this. Uh, is he sick? I seen this thing. Yeah, he's hella sick. He's been sick for a long. They say he got like six months oh, or less shit, to live, that's bro. The first thing that pop up. That was in March. Yeah. April. April May. That's so he not good. Sold. Bro, I, yeah, I just, hey, Marshall, I just counted two. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> bro, that's next month. He's about to yeah, die next month. Um, oh, shit. What is it? What's the condition? I don't know. I didn't, they didn't really speak on it a lot, but they said that he's been sick for a hot minute. Like, for, I'm saying for like years. And like, it just started to get worse. And so I saw something on Facebook the other day. It was like, Avant wants to thank all his fans and, Wants to let them know how much he appreciates them, and he has six months or less to live, and all this stuff. So I was like, "Man, that's a blow." Oh shit, that's a blow. I just uh, I just saw the statement from him, and he said that he good. He said it's fake news. Oh damn! He, now he, I look stupid. He said he actually no. about to drop some more music. <laughs> Some music, but not only so he did that. So he did. Man, I was really sad for the. Yeah, he probably. I was just hurt. Yeah, I was hurt too. At least he had six months and now four minutes. (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) bro, bro. That's the best segue this show's ever seen. Yeah, it might be. It might be. It might be. Shut it, hey, shut it down right it now. You can't be. never beat that. 
Oh my god. Oh shit. Oh lord. Um, oh man, that was hot. That was. Shout out to you. That was that was that was I'm unreal. Glad he's good. Who? Yeah, same, same, same. Cause he. But like, I'm actually now I'm pissed. Do you a all right? Since we on a since we talking about Avant, did you hear? Uh, you heard BED by Jacquees? Yeah. You like the original Avant version or that version or the Jacquees version better? As much as I hate to say this, I, I really fuck with the Jacquees version. Honestly, BED is hard. Yeah. Yeah, But you got to think about it like this. Avant did it when it was like when he really was trying to get these these females in the bedroom, trying to do all that. Jockeys did it just to make a remake. Like it's two separate eras. It is. It is. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. But hey, I tell everybody this: if I was like a functioning adult, like if I was like nineteen twenty when some of these songs came out. I would have been had about twelve kids by now, and like there would have been no social media, so you could have moved how you actually wanted to move. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm trying to talk to every Hispanic woman in Tucson, and I'm playing, I'm playing BED, I'm playing Silk, meeting in my bedroom. Yeah, I'm playing all that. Yeah. <laughs> damn, that's Silk I'm, hard, bro. God damn. Come on, that shit's hey. hard. If women can't appreciate that now, I can't appreciate them. And that's real mm. talk. I like how, mm. and shout out to your 90s playlist. But I like how you put, didn't you put back that ass up on there twice? <laughs> <laughs> this dude had the smoothest playlist. I was looking and I was like, damn, these are all the songs that I would want to hear or slash put on the playlist. And I was like, wait, didn't I see back that ass up before? <laughs> Yeah, that list hard. So, so anybody yeah. listening, if y'all go look this man up on Twitter, find his playlist. That shit is smooth. It's hard. If you a fan, if you a fan of nineties R and B, you you just gonna have to give it a give it a holler. I got I got a, about twenty people that done downloaded the 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 playlist right now, so they're loving a, it in the streets. It's a good list. It's a dope list. What else? What else we got on the uh, on the schedule today? Beating up your kid. Okay. So get to, get to the meat. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to the meat of the subject. So I was um, I was at work the other day, and I was talking to my coworker, and we were talking. She was talking about like her nieces and how her nieces feel this entitlement because their mom has never whooped them, so they can get away with pretty much everything. And okay. I was thinking to myself, like, my mom, when she was alive, would have never let that shit slide. Like, my ass would have been beat. Right. And I felt like at the time I was like probably deserving. At the time, no, at the time I'm like, oh damn, I'm getting beat up by my parents. This shit is fucked up. But now that I'm grown and I'm a functioning adult, I look back on that and I'm like, damn, that's kind of what taught me not to, to to fuck with people and disrespect people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted to get both of y'all opinions on y'all whooping y'all kids. <clears throat> Marshall, you want to take this one first? Or you want me to go? Uh, yeah, I'll do a little quick thing. I'm for sure putting hands on my children in a disciplinary. <laughs> yeah, we not we <laughs> not, not, not also, yeah. we not coming home oh. drunk from the bar socking our kids. Okay, yeah, we're no, this about. isn't this isn't. We not, do not stand for that. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna teach them what a fucking Tyson hook feels like. Yeah, but spanking, 
I'm even cool with like a belt. I'm even cool with the switch top. Mm-hmm. Best part was my grandma back in the day. If you came through with like a little brittle ass stick, you get, she was like, "Oh no, I already got one because I knew you was gonna pull this shit." So like, she was ready. And my grandma's a lovely <coughs> lady, and I love yeah. her to death. And I'm glad that she had to put that that discipline down. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just a That's good. Bad. Like my guy Boosie said, he was like. <laughs> I ain't abusing my kids, but I did bring them in this world. <laughs> so I might have to bring them out. <laughs> what yeah, do you think, no, George? I'm, hey, talk to them. I'm, yeah, I'm a huge proponent. Not a huge proponent, because that sounds weird. Yeah, But <laughs> I got my ass beat when I was a kid. Be, uh, I mean, my mother, my mother, rest in peace, she never she never hit me. But if I did something, she was calling my granddaddy on the phone. And she would drive me over to their house to get my ass whooped. See, and not to cut you off, but like you're one of the most respectful dudes that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. So I and so like with that, they taught. It's like if I did something wrong, even if it was on some like minor shit, like like they would talk to me about it. And they like you know, like we don't want to do this because we just want to hear you. Like we're doing this so when you get older, you basically know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you don't like. It's weird to say, but with that, I feel like I became so much more respectful because I know, like you said, what boundaries not to cross. Yeah. And I know just to never test authority figures. Like, even now, like, as an adult, there's no, there's not one person that's older than me that I don't say, like, excuse me, or yes, ma'am, or no, sir. Like, I, I just don't do that because of the way that I was raised. And let me tell you, I was bad. I was getting my ass whipped every damn other weekend. <laughs> say, Bro. One time, I one time, I, bro. This is a funny story. Casey was about to have a birthday party. Dead ass. Casey, we was probably 10, 11, maybe twelve. Yeah. Casey was having a birthday party, and I was home alone, and I was waiting for my mom to come back. And you know, as a kid, you kind of like to see what the hell you can get into. So I had a shower curtain, and I I lit that bitch on fire. Damn. You know, just, bro, just. <laughs> But I didn't literally light it on fire. I put like like a big ass hole in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom came. My mom came home. She was like, "Okay, you're not going to Casey's party." Actually, you know what? You're gonna go spend the night with your grandparents, bro. I got my ass with by my grandma, <laughs> by my grandpa. The next week, my uncle flew from Nebraska. <laughs> my grandma told him about it. And he whipped my ass on the way, almost right before he got his plane. He they got out of the shower, got dressed. He said, "Jordan, come here." Got me right before he got back on the plane, and guess what? I never did again. I ain't never play. I ain't never play with fire again. My guy flew a couple hundred miles to tap that ass. That's that's fire. <laughs> that's facts. Shouts out my uncle Leon, man. Shouts out to that. Do you think that you uh, because of that like respect you've gained from that experience and those experiences, do you think you bring that into your like your coaching? One hundred percent. Because I, I mean, yes, and because. I'm still young in the game, so like I have to earn respect no matter what. Because you got to think about it. I just turned 26, mm -hmm. and so I'm I'm seven, eight years older than the, than the kids that I'm coaching. It's still a kind of like weird period where, okay, you can be that friend, but you still got to earn that utmost respect. And so with everything that I've learned, I try to put that into everything that I coach no matter what, in, in the most like loving way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's dope, though. You, uh... How long you've been coaching for? How many how many years now? Yeah, this is gonna this, this season right now is gonna be my seventh season. Seventh season. Do you still like keep up with like 
players that have graduated and stuff? You still like keep in touch and shit? That's a good question. Yeah, so I like so the thing about me coaching, I coached at a school that I went to. I went to Cali the Magnet. Yep. I coached when I was coaching there, we uh you know, that's a very low income area. Very low income uh what's the word? Population pretty much. And so like a lot of the kids that I that I coach, they as much as I try to instill so much stuff in them, they go on to not do such great things. So like yeah. when you when I it, it's a tough it's a tough thing. But now that I'm in Saudita, I have kids going into the military, becoming fam like becoming dads, becoming great people. And so like that's the biggest like that's the biggest thing for me is to see them succeed off the field more than anything else. That's dope. So yeah, I keep I keep up with a bunch of them, man. There's there's a bunch that still see me around even if I'm in Saudita. If I'm in Tucson, they'll come up and say, "What's up, coach?" Like, we'll give each other a big hug. I ask them how they're doing. You know, just it's always that. There's always gonna be that bond because you spend what, especially football. I spend six out of the twelve months with these dudes, yeah, man. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're in the 110 degree heat, sweating with each other. I, I'm not wearing pads, but I'm sweating more than they are. Uh, so like, <laughs> hey, no, for in real, the fucking trenches. That should be hot, bro. Hot. So. Yeah, man, I still be calling. I'll be checking in on them, making sure they good. If they and they know if I if they ever need anything from me, they know where to find me. So that's dope. You ever like kind of off topic? You ever see any of them out like when you out in the streets? Yeah, so that was, that's the bro. That's the craziest part. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's like weird. Yeah. yeah, bro. So like I've been doing this. I mean, seven years is a long time, especially because I'm young. Like it's low key long. So I, I mean, they be coming of age, and so I have like. Kids that I coached in the past, like buy me a drink, which is really weird, and I'm not down with that. So I appreciate you the vibe, like but that? don't do that. Uh, I, you know, we had student trainers, we had student managers that are like girls, and I'll see them out, and it's like, hold on, like, hold on, just like you can come say what's up to be like, I can't. You were you were the 17, 16 year old girl that I knew that you were working for me, and now you were 21, 22 year old dancing the blue face, like get the fuck oh, out of here. No. <laughs> That shit gotta be weird, bro. I've never even like bro, the blue. It's man. weird, dog. It's it's super it's super weird and then it's super, it's like a reality check, like holy shit, like they really do have a life after this and like and Tucson's a small town, man, you know, it's a big small city, like you gonna you're gonna run into them at some point. Yeah. True. You come home like John F. Kennedy. <laughs> that shit on the low. Mark yeah, Marshall, when was the last time you came home, man? I was home last Christmas. You ain't run into nobody that you didn't mean to run into? Mm-hmm. I didn't. No, I, yeah, John I, FK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I came through, kicked it with my mom and grandma for a couple of days, and then flew out. But, George, bro, I'm going to see if you remember this shit. The last time that I was in Tucson was summer of 2017. And I went to Aaron, and Aaron was like, Yo, have you seen Jordan? He ain't hit me up in a while. <laughs> Aaron and is your barber. Aaron the barber, barber yeah, that you've yeah, gone to yeah. as well. And I had seen you the night before, remember? And you was with your homies. And y'all was on university. And we was like, and you were like, bro, let me show you this picture of what Aaron did to my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that nigga had my hair all types of fucked up. <laughs> So I saw Aaron at the barbershop, and he was like, have you seen Jordan? And I literally saw Jordan the night before on University. And I was like, nah, 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 nah I ain't seen him. What happened? He was like, 
man, he was like, you know, he I've been knowing Jordan since he was a pup, and he ain't been hitting me a back. And Jordan yeah, showed me that the nigga had my his hairline looked like a Y equals he MX did. plus B, nigga. Like I'm not. <laughs> Why my shit was on a my shit was on a uh, geomet geometrical slant. Like, I, bro, you get Marshall. Ask Jones, bro. Like, if I could find, I think my boy Marcus has a picture. I was living with him at the you time. Was, yeah, you was with Marcus on university, and I remember even like I said, he showed me the picture. And Jordan is always a dude that has a fresh cut. He's yeah. always looking Looks good. good. Let's put together. Everybody love him. Everybody fuck with yeah, him. Yeah. And that picture he showed me, I even was like kind of scared because I had already set the appointment for tomorrow morning. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, bro, how, how long do, you been going yeah. to Aaron, bro? Like, you and Casey both. Like, how long had y'all been going there at first? Bro, I had been going to Aaron since I had moved to Tucson. Where are you from? No, I was, so I was born in Nebraska. Oh. So, bro, like, when I was probably, shit, I got, what did we meet, Jones? Like, Sixth grade? Sixth grade? No, like 07. Oh, yeah, 07. Shit. That's 12, 12, 13 years ago. Damn. Yeah. So, bro, I first met my grandma. They had been here for a minute because they was in the military. So they took me to, like, one of the only black barbershops in Tucson at the time. And Aaron was working there. Yep. You know, he had been cutting my hair for at least 15 years. And, <laughs> and, and bro, and, and as time went on, he started to smoke more weed and... He started to, uh, he always talked like, like he put his hand over his mouth while he's cutting. Like, I'm just like, all right, bro. Like, you, he messed my hair up once. I was like, all right, bro. Like, it's just a bad day. You know, barbers have bad days. And, you know, like, motherfuckers don't cheat on their barber. Never. No. I was like, you know what? I'm finna, I'm finna push through it because Aaron's my guy. Like, my road dog. My mm -hmm. dude been there through everything. When my grandpa died, when mom died, that's my guy. So I'm gonna keep fucking with him. Mess my hair up the second time. I'm like, all right, it's a freak accident, bro. It's been 15 years. He's messed with my hair twice. Like, he has a good track record. Yo. The third time? <laughs> the third time, bro, was the last time. And, and, and it's no disrespect to Aaron. That dude's no, the Aaron coldest barber. Legend. Legend. He's still a cold barber. Like, don't get me wrong. He but the third too. time, he had yeah. my head, bro. It looked like a kid in play, but I had a little afro, and it, it didn't mean to look like a kid in play. My shit looked like this. It was, it, <laughs> half of my forehead was covered with my hair. It was short on one side, long on the other. It looked like uh, what's that shit called? I don't even remember. I don't even know what it's called, but it, it was just bad. So I was like, you know what? You're done. I, I, I can't do it no more. So Marcus, for me to see him on the street and him to show me the picture, and I was for real scared. Here we go. I was scared, bro. <clears throat> Cause I'm, I'm gonna have like, to find it. I'm gonna have to find it. I'm gonna have to see if Marcus still has it. I'm gonna have to send it to you, Marshall, because it, it, it's, it's not yeah, a good yeah, look, bro. And he's hooked Marshall up. Bro. So after that, I was on a race to find a new barber, and so my roommate Marcus, who had played at the U of A, he he had been going to this dude since he had moved from Seattle to Tucson, and so I started going with him. And now, shout out Pujols at Three Kings. He uh, there you go, plug up. Still, plug hey, up. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm plug a real up. athlete. I've been plugging everybody. Uh, he he been hooking my hair up since, and he I'll tell you, bro. He's one of the coldest barbers in Tucson, in my opinion. I know. Uh, you, is Casey still hitting uh, the East Side? Well, what's his? You know Casey's barber? No, who's his barber? No, oh Al. No, 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 no. I can't think of his name, bro. But I remember me and Casey went to Walmart on the midnight of a 2K release. 
his barber was in there, bro, like buying DVDs, like, hey, young blood, where you get your cut from? And I was like, oh, hell no, Casey. My uh, my pops also gets the same haircut that Casey does from the same dude. I don't know bro's name, though. I thought he still went to Aaron. Nah, he goes he goes to the same barbershop Casey does now. He goes to Aaron because every once of Casey? in a while. Nah, they just happen to, like, be, like, there and be like, oh, shit, we got the same. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nah, so. Damn, I do remember that. That's crazy, man. That's the last time I saw you, bro. I mean, now it was good to see you, but I was also, because I wasn't even, like, I was in town for, like, four days, so I was just trying to see everybody, and I was like, oh, shit, Jordan's right there. You was coming yeah. out of Frog. Oh, yeah, I was probably lit. You was, bro. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Aaron looking for you, and you was like, bro. Uh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, that's crazy. Shout out to all of them, though. I, I wish nothing but the best for them. No, yeah, yeah, this is no disrespect. But, Aaron is a great man, great but, person, great father, great dude. But it is a weird thing, especially with barbers, like, like you said, you even gave him like three chances, like, cause I'm reaching a point where I just got a really good haircut. So yeah, you looking good. Johnny, you're looking but, good. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Like, look, look. Hold on. I didn't even see that. You look okay. Yeah, uh, young Rico Suave in the joint, boy. You know, you know, work was done, but sometimes <laughs> he's not there. Like he's physically cutting hair. But a lot of the times, he's not really paying attention, especially because he's busy. So when a barber gets rushed, or at least my barber, when he gets mm-hmm. rushed. Yeah. Bro, when I got a cut, I got a cut the day before I had to go to Nashville. Nashville to see your people. For... Initially, I was like, oh, this is good. We're all right. But then you start to sit with the hair a little bit. And I'm like, I had the, I don't know what you call it, but on like right here. I had the length of the hair that I had. It wasn't cut, and mm-hmm. it was just sitting over the fade. Oh, shit, yeah. So it looked like I had, like, like, like a dirty, like, little Caesar cut. Yeah. But just on <laughs> the side of my head. Like, I had hair drooping over my fade. So I had to, like, <laughs> bro. He did that twice in a row, so... I was kind of like, and this is something you could probably touch on too, Jordan. Like, it's kind of difficult, even though your hair gets fucked up. It is a weird thing to be like, I'm going to go to a different barber. It is, bro. That barber. Bro, you're you're emotionally invested in the barber you've been bro, going to for so yeah. long. So it's like, and honestly, people say breaking up with a barber is low-key hard than breaking up with a girl sometimes. It's a weird thing. It's bro, weird. super weird. Because it's not like... Cause also like you 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 have a this is the only intimate connection with your hair is only with this one person exactly and it's probably the reason that you got your girl you know what I mean like that's that also there was a thought in my mind let me go see another talented barber at this shop and I was like I don't know if I have the like I don't know if courage is the word but I was like I don't know if I have the ability to like. Walk past Johnny, dap him up, and, and then go to someone else. Chair. Yeah, bro, it's yeah. crazy. Like I don't think I can do. I'm not nope. capable of that. But nope. like I said, we're good. Yeah, you we're look good that. right now. We're avoiding good. that for for now. Um, which is a perfect segue 
that I wanted to talk about uh, the new number one Drake album. Care Package. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about some of the like old hits. It's crazy to me that SoundCloud Lucy's and just some random Here You Goes are fuck. It, it's a classic. No, it's number one. Yeah. This is probably yeah. his second classic album yeah. other than Take Care. Uh, yeah. His second best album, hands down. Yeah. I'm just mad he didn't put Don't You Have a Man on there. Don't you have a man? Don't you got a man? Why are you trying to be my girl? Didn't he uh, write that for someone? Didn't that go to somebody? No, that was him. No, I thought that was like a a reference track for like Jamie Foxx. That would make sense. I think it was a reference track for Jamie Foxx. That would make sense. Which is probably why they didn't go on there. I can say one thing about us in like college and partying. We always play hits. Like every like when we was around there was hits being hits. played. Hits being played all the time. And, I'm and it sure was the, it was the kind of hits where it was like people don't really know what's happening at first and then the beat drops like, oh shit, okay. I see what you're doing there, Jones. I exactly. see what you're doing there, Jordan. Even back to going to like the seasons and shit. Oh Lord, please don't bring that. But I mean, I'm sure that you continue that like after the fact when you started getting into like, um, bro, what was uh, what was bro's <laughs> name when we saw you at the bar one night when you was working for the U of A in the football squad, and homie introduced himself by his position on the team. <laughs> you remember that shit? No, fuck. What do you look like? We saw you at a bar on Fourth Ave, and homie was like, "Yo, I'm so and so linebacker." <laughs> big. He was like sick. I don't know. He was tall. He was a big black dude on the U of A team back when you was uh working that jug, and you. Shit. And he was like, "I'm so and so linebacker." Like he introduced himself by his position, and I was just like, "Bro, what? This shit crazy." Anyways, I'm sure. Going to that time, like when you were, when you started getting homies, yeah, on hanging out with all the team. athletes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure you were still playing jams, like they were still giving you the oh. off court then, bro. No, they were still giving me the court then, but I, I, I mean, a lot of them, like they turned out to be a lot of my like, really good friends, and like oh. my boy Marcus, who I live with, who's like my best friend, I put him onto a lot of 90s R&B, like. Him and I would just be chilling in the crib. Like, we live right behind Chiba Hut. Like, we, I remember we that. I remember when you moved over there. I do. Because I was working yeah. at Rosati's, remember? Yeah, and I was right by you. Yep. Bro, we would be sitting in the living room. Like, we had a big ass speaker in the living room. Like, I'd just be playing cuts on cuts. And he'd be like, oh, like what is this? And so like, we would just be fellowshipping, as you, as you will, over the music. You feel me? And I remember, I mean, each one of us, including you, like you was a yeah. Minnesota DJ during your college days. Kind like, of. Did that yeah. even? Did that give you? I know Marshall got the slaps, bro. I know Marshall. I know <laughs> Marshall beyond. I be listening to the pods. The story about you sitting in the room just listening to uh, Bobby Brown. What was it? Bobby Brown. Yeah. Hey, that's that. That's one of my favorite episodes, bro. I because I can just imagine Marshall just chilling there with the with the lights, just vibing to some Bobby. <laughs> Bro, Come yeah. on, bro. Coco Brown, a legend. No sleep on my man's no more. I had to That's tell Ben, like, oh, we thought this was the bathroom. Was like, obviously, it's not. My <laughs> guy said he been slept on his whole life. Nah, hold on. Hold on. 
I ain't gonna misquote him. You, you, cause you my guy. Oh, this cryptic ass text I sent. <laughs> yeah, bro. This shit is fire. Jordan, okay, no, Jordan. Remember, uh, my guy said I've been was- doubted my whole life, but I always prove my point. <laughs> I doubt. I te- find that. But I texted that that the drunk ass night like two nights ago when we were out, when we were on the sticks when I was wild sauced. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where that came from. My guy said I've been doubting my whole life, but I always prove my point. Hey, hey, Marshall was oh man, I bro, Marshall was just saying some outlandish shit on Fortnite. Hey, hey, but. I like. Uh, I know we gonna bring it back real quick, but I know Marshall just brought this up a, a while ago. Bro, Fortnite really brings people together it's as crazy. much as like everybody's like, oh, this, bro. Fort. I talk to like my best friends like yeah. every night. We play on Fortnite, and nigga, we'll lose, and we'll still just be talking shit like it's just talking. like like we're all here together because we all live in different parts of the, of the country, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and that shit is dope. That shit is dope. How we can all. Connect and it's like, just an outlet to hang out, slick. Exactly. Yeah. The Don't even be worried fun, about bro, that. We all, bro, just literally, like, the other night we were all sipping. Marshall was drinking, playing Fortnite. I was drinking, playing Fortnite. Yeah. Goose was p- drinking, hey. playing Fortnite. Hawkins was playing, drinking yeah, Fortnite, hey. or other way around. Like this shit, like like where else in the world can you do that? Shout yeah. out America, man. Ah, real yeah, actually, no, for, for real, real, for real, for real. That shit's dope. It's it's cool to to keep and connect. I mean, this is how we get to even do this podcast, like with you, Goose, the yeah. previous couple Casey. weeks, Casey, Abe. We've got to do that through like connecting on Fortnite. So yeah, definitely shout out, shout out Fortnite, and yeah, in online gaming in in general, because this is message. How, Exactly, man. We know you listening, bitch. Speaking of, speaking of, you had a uh, you had a great point. So we talked about on the last episode how Netflix is banning smoking and child related shows. Yeah, and I told Jordan that because we had initially talked about him getting on the pod, and his response to that was, "Niggas is pussy." <laughs> Bro, you that's that's really nigga. I've been nigga. I've been smoking weed before Netflix even came out. Like that shit ain't that shit ain't hit. That shit ain't make me smoke weed. <laughs> My guy said niggas the, is pussy. Like I'm gonna smoke because they smoking. <laughs> yeah, like what kind of shit is that, bro? Listen and hold on. This goes back. To, I, uh, Jones and I had this conversation years back. Mm. This goes back to just how children are raised. Niggas gonna get how you gonna get cyber bullied, my nigga. Walk away, bro. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, for real. We did talk about that late night. That's that was uh bro. remember remember Quavo Boys? Jose Quavo Boys shit. <laughs> that was that was that was the Quavo Boys conversation. That was Quavo Boys conversation. Turn your laptop bro. off. Yeah. Just walk away. Just like nigga, like it's Nick just Demon six one nine. I understand it takes a toll on you. Yeah. yeah. But like walk away from the computer, bro. Like you don't have to look at it. And then you gonna tell me you gonna take smoking off of Netflix because there's kids watching a movie that they probably shouldn't be watching if they watch a goddamn Netflix and they smoking, and you gonna start smoking because you watching a movie? Your parents are weak. One hundred percent. And these kids not getting whooped. Mm, that's a fifth that's of advice sponsor. If when I have kids, bro, I'm gonna tell my kids, bro, don't let. N- that's like that's a let man see y'all funny have me on my no go ahead you know, okay, bro, I'm, it's a season bro, two bro we get negative yeah, bro go ahead bro go ahead bro it's like tell your let your kids know what's going on in the world don't let the fuck that see that's what they let they let the TV teach them mm. don't let the TV teach your kids bro take the tablet away tell them to go fucking outside 
throw the football around. Play some fucking baseball. Mm-hmm. Some fucking Build a fort, nigga. Get a scrape on your knee. This shit, this shit is okay. It's okay to be out knee. in the world. Yeah. Talk, bro. That's what I... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and bro, all these parents are just putting a tablet in front of their kid's face and be like, hey, it's okay. Just don't do shit. Bro, at the housewarming party I was at last night, that, bro, there was there was three there's four bedrooms. Each bedroom had a kid with their tablet, not talking to any other kids that was there, just face first in their tablet. When there's a hundred other people in the house, like come on, interact, have some fucking social interactions, bro. Or just, yeah, just be shy around people. That's yeah, cool even that. That yeah, it is be, okay to be shy. Yeah, it is. Be exactly. shy around people. Awkwardly drink your little sprite. That's a good fucking point. Yeah, you're right. That's just good. do that. Yeah, but don't but don't put it, bro. I swear to God, even when I have kids, like it's gonna be years from now. So technology probably gonna be even more advanced. But I'm not gonna put. I'm gonna tell my kids, y'all can't be on the goddamn game if y'all not going out and playing at least for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Go, bro. Go build a fort in the desert. Go play some football. Play play football on the street. Even if you trash, like mm-hmm. just go do something. Bro, that was the best times of my life. I was. Bro, I'll be outside building forts, jumping off dirt hills and shit. Running in the crib like, hey, mom, I need some help. I got a bunch of cactus in my fucking leg. Or even going different, That's bro. That's Remember when uh, our gym got flooded and we had to practice with y'all at Catalina? That is. Oh, yeah. Uh, bro, we join were, the sport. Bro, we were sharing half the gym. So his squad was practicing on half the court and we were practicing on half. That doesn't make sense. We though. were 30 Why? niggas deep in the we gym, bro. 30 niggas deep, bro. His, it was, and then like every water break, I would go over to this man while he was in line for drills and shake his hand and shit. <laughs> hey, this nigga Ed would be waiting for water. I'm in the, I'm trying to get a rebound. Talking to bro, him, like, what's up, boy? would, dog. I'm talking about, we about to play this dude at, uh, that tournament don't exist anymore, but what was it called? It was a uh, at Saguaro. Boy Baker. Boy Baker, exactly. We were gonna play y'all first at Boy Baker, and we practicing with them. And I'm over here trying to shake this dude's hand during <laughs> water breaks and shit. And we about to play them. Cause y'all had a what was that kid's name? Daniel. He fucking dropped like 25 on us. He was a couple years older than you. Like he was. Uh, oh, you talking? Oh, you talking about David? Da- yeah, he had like yeah. David Tamplin. David OG, fucking, OG, yeah. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he dropped buckets on us, bro. No, Marshall. That nigga was a real like OG from like Western Hills. Every time he scored, that nigga really throw the beads. Right. <laughs> he was hooping, dog. He was a hooper. He was a hooper. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, yeah, Catalina. We got a couple. We we got some people that ain't that ain't got the most reputable name. <laughs> That's a fact. But was working though. Y'all was working. Oh, yeah, bro, because we we had that gangster mentality. Yeah. Man, just shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody doing good with their life, man. We for real. People don't want to say I don't like Tucson, you. Tucson. Tucson will keep you here. It will or keep, keep you, you doing here. dumb shit. But think about it. It will keep you here, but it's also produced a lot of people who are doing shit. You know what I mean? That that is very true. Like you think That's about why our we group. like we like to uplift them. Exactly. You think about our group. Like we push a negativity season two, but but positivity is where the profits at. Oh no! Internally we positive, but outside we negative. 
Cause there's some fuck that's shit. That's You gotta you gotta make it like a sandwich. Inside mm-hmm. is real positive, but on the bread is negativity. Cause there's some fuck shit going on just outside of everything. Mm. That is true. I mean, my whole agenda from this weekend. Or what was the, uh you was telling me that you and Jordan was talking about it with uh, <laughs> what? You said y'all was talking about like the the pride shit or you had a good quote. You were going off, Yeah, you had bro. a good quote about like pride and shit. Like the pride parades and oh, everything you like that. Hot, bro. Oh. Yeah. So like to be real honest. Remember like, hey, bro, I, you okay. on the pod, so pick pick your words. That's what I'm saying. I still gotta try to get a college job after this. Um <laughs> I'm a bro. My my mom's best friend was gay. I called him Uncle Russ. Like that was my dog. You know, I I have nothing against that community. I have nothing against how they live. I have literally yeah, nothing uh, against yeah, anything yeah, about yeah. them. Let's get to the negativity, but, Mike. What happened? He said, "Get to that negativity." Oh, <laughs> uh, but just oh. me personally, bro. And listen, you can have your gay proper. You can do all that. Like that's fine. But don't be strutting around bucket ass naked with your cheeks all out, my nigga. Like in public, that's like, like, bro. Cause like you gotta think about it. Say there's one in downtown Tucson. You know, parents are gonna want to try to get their kids out there to show awareness. If my if I brought my son to a gay pop parade and this nigga had his cheeks all out, I don't know what I I have I have to leave. I can't. I'm not going to let my son see. A grown man's cheeks, bro. Do whatever you want. I understand. Just cover up your cheeks. I, That's I, basically the point. No, straight up, because we're not even talking about like pride or anything like that. It's just human, you're showing dick. It's just human behavior. <laughs> yes, it's human behavior. It ain't got nothing to do with. If you was a straight man showing ass, we that, ain't showing that, our kids that. Like, if we go, if we gonna stop cigarettes on Netflix, stop ah. showing ass to my kids. You feel me? That's that, bro. My dad, one of my dad's biggest friends, just went to San Francisco, and he didn't know that while they were there, it was gonna be the Pride Parade, and they took their little, uh, they took three of their little grandsons, and I want to say they're like from ages seven to twelve, so you know, I, they they know what's going on. Their hotel was right outside the path of where they went for the gay pride parade, bro. And it was just like, I, he came back and, my, and the, I called my uncle Daryl, and my uncle Daryl was like, Jordan, like, like I have nothing wrong with it, but like, how, what am I supposed to tell the three boys when they see dudes wearing nothing but a elephant tusk on they on they Johnson? Like, that's that's a bad situation to be put in. Yeah, for a kid and he said, he said, he said, listen, he said, listen. I don't care. I have a. He said I have a gay grandson. Like, you know, Michael's gay. Like, yeah, we're all that. Like, I don't yeah. care. Just be mindful of the eyes that are on you. Right. Yeah, that's a good. Ooh, that's a good statement. That's a good statement. Be mindful of the eyes that are on you, because you have a responsibility. Because these kids can't associate. This is uncomfortable. I'm eight yeah, years old. Yeah, I'm eight years old. I'm eight. But years also, old. like, a little bit of a segue. Your pops wasn't your, your your pops was like a Black Panther, wasn't he? Like or something, <laughs> <laughs> or something, something associated, right? My yeah, my dad was a member of the Nation of Islam, yeah, but he wasn't Muslim, which is crazy. That nigga just was like a real black radical, and so like 
that nigga followed Minister Farrakhan. And so Minister Farrakhan would always go to Phoenix. And my dad worked for his security detail. Oh, he was handling, he was, he was handling smoke. Which is crazy though, because I'm half white, so that nigga somewhere, somewhere dropped the, dropped the rhetoric, because he, he married, he didn't marry, but he, he had a child with a white woman. Yeah. But yeah, nah, that dude, that dude's, that dude is still a black radical to this day. Everything is because they want to keep the black man down. No, nigga, we're just dumb sometimes. Black folks just don't know how to act. It's okay. Damn right. Hey. Like, 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 let us. This is gonna be real controversial, but like, let just let us make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, cause that's how you learn. That's how you learn from shit. Yeah, by fucking it, up, nigga. Not it's not every time the, the, they're out to get the black man. No, you shouldn't have been smoking weed while you was fucking driving, nigga, without a license. Oh, they just want to give me no, nigga. Stop smoking weed without a license and driving, stupid. Exactly, bro. Like at that point, like if you know, I mean, it could be a bullshit law. It might be a bullshit thing. To keep you under, but if you know that's what they doing, then you can't be mad when you get caught. Yeah. Anybody, also, honestly, legalized marijuana in Arizona. They didn't. I thought they did. They got the medical, not recreational. Right? Yeah, the medical. What if they legalized marijuana in Arizona and it wasn't I'm out here blowing trees? <laughs> <laughs> should we? Uh, should we get to this advice? We like an hour deep. Oh shit! Don't look at me like that. Oh, like if I got oh man, we just been chopping it up, boy. Hopping, bro. I got scared. Oh shit! I'm excited yeah. for a part two. Advice? What kind of advice? Any advice? We got topics. What's up? Okay, let's stay. Let's stay on brand with you to start off. 2019, self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed big man. What's your? What's your? Yes, yeah. yeah what's your intention, doubt. Okay, advice. Tips, uh, maybe cheat codes. How do you maneuver romance as a big man? Ooh, what, that, what a great question. Because that's also, a, and you're that's an expert. A great fucking question. So you're I'll an just expert. Leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Hey, before you give that advice, don't be modest because I've seen you in action. It's season two. We need confidence. We need cockiness. Let these skinny fucks know that they ain't I've shit, seen bro. you in action. Yeah. So you I know. Good too. Yeah. I know what you're working with. So don't be modest on them. Pause. All right. So as a big dude in 2019, oh, the biggest thing about trying to get a woman. It's confidence. Mm-hmm. That's because there's a lot of big niggas out there that are always like, man, like I ain't never gonna get a girl. Like they're only into like the athlete types. If you have that mindset, it's not gonna work. Yeah, bro. I go in. I mean, but first you gotta kind of put like an APB out there. Like you gotta kind of look and see like what kind of women are into big. Because there's some women. There's some okay. fine, fine, fine women in the world that just love big niggas. And so you kind of got to do your work and kind of see what it is. But like once that's like, it's just confidence, man. You got to you got to reek confidence, and it can't be cocky because there's a huge difference. I know you both know about that. There's a huge difference between being confident in the in the product you're selling, which is yourself, than cocky to say, "Oh, I'm the best nigga out there." Like you'll never find another nigga like me. No, that's fake. That's not. That's fake. That's not where we're going with that. You you got to you got to speak confidence, and then the other thing is. 90% 90% of big niggas are hilarious. Okay. I think that just that just comes with the territory. I don't have so like as a big nigga, you don't have the 
the abs or like the muscles to compete with these niggas. So you got to bring the humor. You make, bro. If you make a girl laugh, you got her. You got her already. Like women want to laugh more than anything else. What? There's. Hold on. I, let me get into this what thing. Huh? There's three things Where? that women want more than anything else. Three things, y'all. Okay. <laughs> security. It's security. <laughs> they want to feel safe. Okay. Yup, 100%. They want to feel safe. They want to make sure that even even if it's not physical, they just want to feel emotionally safe. Emotionally protected. So, yeah, emotionally, spiritually, financially, all that. All that. Humor. Humor. If you, can't, if you can't laugh with somebody, it's not going to work out. That, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Simple. And as much as women don't want to admit it, and we gonna get real active in this bitch. It's always. Women want a nigga who's not. I mean, how do I say this politically? Uh, nah, bro. We come out season two, baby. That's that season two. They want women a dog. Want, women want somebody that's not going to just stick to the norm. Okay. They want to be able to go out, like, think outside the box in multiple aspects of their relationship. Yeah, they don't, they don't want, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't want to just, you know, do the same dinner shit every night. They don't want to do the same shit in the bedroom every night. Like, bro, if we being real, eat your girl, eat, eat your girl out every every goddamn night if you have to. Like, that's, that's what it is. Women want that shit as much as they don't want to speak on it. Hey, bruh. That wasn't even that wasn't even like big. Yeah. That was just pure romance tips. That no, wasn't you, even like you, big. You give it, you give it some pure. facts. You give it some facts. Yeah, and like I said, bro, it's granted. I, mean, I know y'all got some female followers. Y'all 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 really in the suede room. You feel me? So I need it. I need I need the female followers to come holler at me. I'm on I'm on all social media platforms. My guy, promote yourself, King. Oh yeah, I'm gonna promote myself. I'm gonna promote the shit out of this pod because it's. I mean, it's in my opinion, it's gonna get over a hundred views. Hey, hey, bro, we gonna really talk, so we really we gonna talk about it, bro. It's been a joy for real talking to you. I mean, we we like I said, we ain't got nothing to do. We got some more time to talk, but I appreciate you coming on, dog, for real. Man, I appreciate y'all for real, and and, and just one last thing, I, I fuck with the movement, man. Y'all y'all putting on for, I mean, technically for many now. No, 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 no. Uh oh, uh oh. On it. It was a pleasure for me to be on the podcast. It's the first time I ever done something like this, so it was real enjoyable. Y'all, y'all, my y'all, my niggas, for real. I appreciate no, for real, it for real. Now, for real, for real, we got you on another advice though. So I want to ask you, coaching, uh, coaching younger or not even younger people, but like coaching people approaching adulthood. What is your advice to them, or what advice do you give them? Being that you've been through that situation before, and being that you've been a football player on that grind, like what advice do you give them going into adulthood? So with that, it's like there's a difference between like like just coaching football to coach it, right? And then coaching football because you love the game and you want to change the culture of where you're at, the the men, women you're coaching, etc. Like in Saudi, that we have a huge like. Our biggest thing is changing the culture. Like, we want to make sure. Uh, we told our AD that when, when our head coach got the job and when I got hired back as the offensive coordinator, like, we want to make sure that the, we cannot win one game. Honestly, we cannot win one game. But these kids are going to come into our program 
as men and as young men, and they're going to leave as like re- like honorable sons, brothers, right. potential husbands, etc. And so, like, yeah. that's the biggest thing. It's all bigger than football. That's gangster. Like, it, it it's all bigger than football. And if I can be that person to kind of be there. I mean, I have kids that text me all the time that have nothing to do with fucking football. Yeah. They'll text me about shit that's going on with their girlfriends, with their family, et cetera. Like, every kid in my program now, I've coached since, I was, since they were a freshman. Yeah. So, like, I, I've seen them grow up. So, like, with that, you kind of just treat them like your own family. Absolutely. And that's all these and that's all these kids are looking for, man, because if you really think about it, even we're in Saudita, like, it's, it's a nice place. Like, some of these kids don't have father figures. Right. So, like, if I can be that for one kid that I've done my job. But now that I'm doing it for 60, like, I give him a hug every fucking time I see him. Like, that's just how, that's just how I coach. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah, man, that, that's it, man. I'm trying, trying to change, trying to change the world. One football player at a time. Last thing, how do you even, um, cause I was thinking about this before we even had you on the pod. Like, how does a coach of a football team remember, like, kids' names? Cause you have so many players on a football team like how do you keep track of your players oh dude i i i mean i'm not going to my own but i'm really good at knowing names so like i know every player from freshman to senior no matter their position no matter what like even if i don't see them on the on the on the day like i'll be able to go and say what's up robert what's up this and the other like it takes a while but i mean i've been there this is going to be my fourth year out there so like i know I pretty much know everybody out there, so right. it's hard though. I mean, sometimes you gotta for the first like week or so you're together, you gotta kind of be like, hey, like what's your name or this that the other. But after that, I'm pretty solid, man. I've got like 70 kids in our program right now. And That's what I'm I know. Saying. That's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Jeez, shout out, bro. I don't know if I can remember 70 of the homies like. <laughs> no, that's why I don't have seventy. Yeah, that should be But yeah, I appreciate it again. Thank you for for hanging, doing all that. Oh, it's been a blast, man. I didn't even realize how long we've been on it, but we've been we've been chopping quick, it up. Huh? It go by it's quick, cool. bro. It, there's really nothing to it. We're just on. It's just a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Recorded. That's Recorded live and submitted. Other than hey. that, though, uh, any plugs? Last what? Uh, shout out to, shout out to all the homies, man. Yep. Shout out to everybody listening. We gonna get this thing to over to over a hundred views. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna we gonna have to beat my man's muse. Mm. Uh, for everybody listening, keep listening, man. Keep listening to the fifth of advice. Yeah. They 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 the real deal. We gonna we gonna plug it to to the wheels fall off. Yes. Uh, and like I said, if, if somehow, some way, La La hears this, come mm-hmm. holler at me, baby. I'm ready. I'm here. Shit, we'll add her. Oh, you, shit, you, you heard add, his yeah, advice her, on I'll love. everybody. You heard his advice on love. He ready to teach you right. Post-college, baby. We we young niggas with degrees. <laughs> Jones about to have two of them things, boy. Yes. Yes. Hey, I appreciate you yes. for that. I appreciate you for yeah. that. Yeah, hey, Fucking young, right. educated niggas. That's what I like to Yo. fucking see. Hey, thank Fucking you, brother. Right. Black excellence out here. All of yeah. Black excellence. And Coco excellence, you feel me? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Lala, yeah, even if it's not, Even if it's not Lala, I mean, 
if this is a nice Latino woman, come holler at me, man. I'm ready to treat you right. And I speak a little bit of Spanish, so come holler at me. Mm, I know you hear the accent, ladies. You hear the accent. Yeah, come on. Come on. It's a lot of culture over he here. He says, Sarita. Sarita. Yeah, I'm out here, dog. You hear it. Fifth of Advice, episode 21. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Thank everyone. Thank y'all, man. Uh, real quick. Corbell, White Claw, always appreciate you. White Claw! Uh, uh, Shouts out, White Claw. 